I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'd like to begin this podcast by recognizing the traditional owners of the land in which it is recorded. I pay respect to their elders past, present, and those emerging. And I usually record for like an hour. Imagine, I um, did a podcast the other day and the person was like, how long do you record for? And I was like, oh, three hours? And they're like, oh, great. Yeah, I've got three hours. And I was like, no, I'm not. not, it's, not, it's, <laughs> it's, not it's not Joe Rogan. It's not Joe Rogan. <laughs> hey there, everyone. Welcome to Nature or Nurture, the podcast where I ask fascinating people, key milestones that made them who they are today. And I'm very excited to be joined by this wonderful person. I'm a huge fan of this person. He's the wonderful... Lauren Barry, welcome. Hi, thank you. That was a very nice introduction. <laughs> I'm a bit overwhelmed. How are you? Are you good? I'm so good. Yeah. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm doing good. I'm a, bit, I'm a bit dusty today. Yes, I had a okay. big uh, big party last mm. night and I'm doing, uh, I decided to book a lot of podcasts today and oh, well, well uh, I feel done. fantastic yeah. about the whole thing. Perfect yeah. day for it. <laughs> it feels good. It's a good day to be inside when it's like 26 outside. Isn't it beautiful? Doing, it's so beautiful. The first nice it. day in like... Three months? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well uh, done. <laughs> well done. Well done, world, son, yeah. whatever we're talking to. Yeah. Now, I love to start this podcast by asking a simple question. Yeah. I say I love to start. It's the only way I've ever started the okay. podcast. Yep. <laughs> but ask a question that I always say is a simple question. It's not a simple question at yeah. all. But the question is, do you think that nature or nurture had the greatest impact on you? Oh, my gosh. It's such a broad yeah. thing, isn't it? Yeah, I think for me... It's a lot of nature. Mm-hmm. I think there's been lots of things that have happened in my life that have really shaped me and my opinions and yeah. my outlook and things like that. But I don't think I'd be a totally dramatically different person yeah. if those things hadn't happened. But also, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> don't yeah know. it's too hard to know. Yeah, it's yeah. too hard to know. Like, you know, you go through so many things at different stages. Like your teens are such formative years. Yeah. And I went through a lot of different things in those years. Um which kind of made me for a little while a bit desensitized to certain things. Yeah, sure. So I think um, I think I'm definitely more of a product of nature. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, where did you, where did you grow up? I grew up in Greensboro in Melbourne. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, I went to school in Heidelberg at Our Lady Mercy College. Yeah. Sure. I was an only child. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but not a spoiled only child. Like it was single parent family, just me and my mum. Yep. Bit of a Gilmore Girls situation. <laughs> um. Yeah, and then here I am. I've never lived anywhere else except for Melbourne. I live in Fitzroy now, and right, yeah, yeah I love it. Where, like, when a lot of people say when you know you meet their parents for the first time, they start to make a lot of sense. Are you yeah. are you a lot like your mum? Yes, yeah, and I'm also um, a lot like my dad. Mm-hmm. So my dad passed away when I was young, but I think I'm exactly a combination of the two. Yeah. You know, when you meet two people and you're like, that person there is if you put those two people together, that's yeah. that person. That's yeah. me, my parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what parts do you think you've got of your, your dad and your mum? Well, I definitely have my dad's lack of money sense. Like my mum sure. hates that about it. She's like, oh, my God, can you just have my money brain? I'm like, yeah. no, I can't. It's ingrained in me. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not possible. Yeah, I've got both their humour, I think. Yeah. Um, Street smarts come from my mum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Well, how how old were you when your dad passed away? I was thirteen. Okay, yeah. yeah. Did yeah. you did you know it was coming? Was it a was it a shock? Uh, mm, not really. Well, yes, it was a big shock. Like yeah. it was 
uh, he he had a lot of issues when I was growing up. Like yep. he had a lot of like mental health problems and um, yeah, it was not a surprise yep. for people around him, yeah. but it was a shock. Like yeah, it was, he was 42. It was, yeah. Yeah. How did, how did your mum um, deal with that? How, what well, was? Well, they had split up when I was a baby, yep. but they were always really, really close. Yeah. Um, and she, I think more was kind of like, knowing that she needed to be there for me. Yep. She was obviously devastated too, yeah, but um, more so for me. Uh, and she was a smoker at the time and she thought, if I don't quit smoking, Lauren's going to be an orphan. And that was the one thing she tried to quit smoking for like 20 years. Wow. And that was the thing where she's like, I need to stop smoking today. Yep. And she did. <laughs> That's like, amazing. Yeah. yeah. Did, did you grow up with lots of other single parent uh, kids? Like, were, you know, were you, did you grow up... Like yeah, and being an only child as well. Yeah. Did you grow up with similar similar people around you? Not really. Like I was very, I still am very close with my cousins. Like I've yep. got um, my cousins on my mum's side, and we would go there most weekends, and I'd have sleepovers with them. They had, you know, it was like three of them, two parents. No one else around me was really um, from a single parent family, yeah. and now I feel like as you get older, people are divorcing and things like that. Yep. And I remember when my dad died, and and I didn't know anyone with a parent who was dead and yeah. it was really like I was kind of a bit I didn't really like telling people it was really embarrassing and I remember my mom my mom saying to me when I was young she's like the older you get the more common and normal this will become yeah. and now I'm sort of in my 30s and even in my 20s I'm kind of like feel like I'm the pillar for like my friends come to me and I'm like I can help you and yeah, I'm kind of yeah. in a way I'm like that makes me feel nice that yeah. I can be that person for my friends that are going through something similar because yep. it is just becoming quite normal now. Yeah. 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 Were you, so you think in your twenties you're kind of like that as well? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 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 You've always been pretty empathetic. And yeah. 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 What were you like as a kid? Oh God. <laughs> um, oh my God. I don't even know. I was terrible at school. Right. Cause I couldn't focus. Like mm-hmm. I just, I think I was always smart and I was good at English and things like that, but yep. my maths has always been horrifically bad. Like mine too. I've never been oh, good at it. I hate it too. I think some people just get it. And yeah. some people are just like, Maths people and English people. And I was always like a big reader as a kid. I love to read. What were you reading when you were growing up? Were you a big fantasy fan? I read The Hobbit when I was like 10, I think. Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah, like I love The Hobbit, like Charlotte's Web, like The Magic Faraway Tree as well, all those books. Um, I don't read as much now, which makes me sad. Like I kind of, I'm like, I need the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What time, so you, like, were your friends similar to you? Were they big readers? Um, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think, I think being an only child, maybe you just have to kind of, like, when you're at home, you just have to entertain yourself. <laughs> You've got to do like, something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I don't think my friends were massive. My cousins were. Yeah. And we would all, like, when Harry Potter would come out, we'd oh, all, yeah. don't tell me what happens, and you'd have to, like, wait on for that the page book. Yet. Yeah, it's like, a, yeah. Well, <laughs> what did you want to do when you were little? Did you have big dreams of doing something? When I was really little, I don't know why, I wanted to be a Pizza Hut delivery girl. And Huge. I don't, I think maybe I saw an ad and there was a really pretty girl delivering pizza and I was yeah, like, that's yes, me. I want to do that. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> and then the, maybe when I was like sort of a bit older, I yeah. always wanted to be an actor and I wanted yeah, to right. act and I wanted to, because I, I always, when I was a kid, I would... I have very active imagination and I would yep. pretend. I was always pretending and playing pretend. And I was like, fuck yeah, I can be an actor. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I'm really good at this fake crime. I'm really good. <laughs> yeah. And I did study acting for a little bit and then I'm not committed enough. I just, I, I can't be told no too many times. Yeah, you know sure. what I mean? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, yeah, yeah. I can't, I'm not that passionate about this. <laughs> Were you in plays? Well, what sort of um, acting did you do? In high school, yeah, I was in like the musicals and things like that. Yeah. Um, and then 
I got into Bachelor of Creative Arts at Deakin, mm-hmm. did it for a year, majoring in drama, and thought, I hate university. Like, I'm yeah. not a learner. Yeah, and I can't yeah. sit there and do, like, the theory. So then I took a year off and then didn't go back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm the same. I never I never studied. No. Ever. I did high school. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah. yeah, but I did after that. I was kind of like, oh, it's not for me at yeah. all. I yeah. actually went and did last year at my high school. They had a few of us come back who work in media and do, like, a talk to the year 12s right. or year 11s who are picking this up, their, like, courses or whatever. And almost every single person up there was like, don't worry about your interscore because like if you want to work in that field, sometimes it's just experience. Sometimes it's just networking. Like yeah. It really doesn't matter. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was studying teaching before I got into radio. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. What, what was the change for you? Like, you know, you had a year off and then what, what did you do in that year? Um, I did camp America. So I okay. went to America and I worked in a summer camp Yep. and then the whole time through my twenties and late teens, I would taught gymnastics. And then when I was about 24, I'd been there for like 10 years. Like I'd been teaching. I had long service leave at 24 yeah, well. and I quit. And then, um, I don't know. I just, I had a friend who worked at Nova and he was on the street team and he's like, Hey, they're hiring. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to do that. And now I've worked my way into radio and it's just, I love it. Yeah. Like I don't think I could ever do anything else. And yeah. Had you thought about radio? Like, did you like radio before I lo- your like, friend mentioned it? I did. Like, I think always growing up, I used to listen to, I used to go to bed and listen to Kyle and Jackie O when they did the, the, was it the Hot 40? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah. did like the night show. Yep. And they had Dolly Doctor and I always listened to that. I remember like Matt and Joe, I remember Tracy and Matt like going yep. back. So I think radio for me has always been, I've always been interested in it. Yep. Um, I never thought that I would work in it like I am now. Yeah. Yeah. What, what was the first day like in, in radio for you? Like, you know, out there, you were, you were out there meeting people and everything for the, the team? Yes. For the street team. When, yeah. yeah, on the street yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like... I think I worked at Bounce. I think my first ever shift was at Bounce handing out like $20 vouchers. Yeah. Um, and I remember being like, this is so cool. You liked it straight I away? I was like, wow, this is like the coolest thing. Yeah. And it's not. It's just dragging around heavy weights, like yeah. talking to people. But I like talking to people, so it was fine. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, then I think I just sort of did that for about a year and then started working with Marty. So what, what was the change like in that? Was it just like you just worked your way up over a year to, to be a producer? Kind of. So I got very lucky one day. I Michelle Laurie was working with Tommy Little on mm. the breakfast show on Nova and the Casanova who normally does like their live crosses, like she would go out um, and do call-ups and stuff like that. She was sick and they called me. They're like, you have to do the shift. No one else can do it. And I was like, oh, I'm not approved. I'm not approved to the live crosses. Like, how yeah. can I do that? And they're like, you've just got to do it. I was like, oh my God. Okay. So I went and did it. I just talked shit to them, came back. And I remember Michelle saying to me, that was really funny. You're really good. And I was like, oh my God. Okay. And then from that, I just, a producer role came, like a really, really junior producer role came up on Kate Tim and Marty yep. in Melbourne. Cause Marty was in Melbourne. And, um, they said to me, do you want this job? And I was like, um, okay, sure. And <laughs> the, the first day I met Marty, he came in and he took one look at me and he goes, no. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, okay. But he, yeah, here we are. <laughs> so that was like seven years ago. Wow. Yeah. So what was the, what was the first few weeks like? You know, what, 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 what was your job? Like printing, getting yep. him coffee, just yep. getting to know him, just kind of doing basic information sheets for the show that yeah. kind of thing were you liking that yeah yeah i did yeah, yeah it was good i did um 
yeah, and then it just very slowly kind of progressed and yeah. Yeah. So like for, for you, like going into going into radio, was it a surprise to to people, to, to friends of yours? Not really. No. No. Yeah. They were like, this is where you need to be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And when did you kind of decide you wanted to do the on air? The on air side of it? Because you still have a podcast and everything. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So when did you start doing um, that? Um I started a podcast with my best friend Blake about uh maybe like twenty eighteen. Yeah. Um, and then when the pandemic happened, it just all got really hard and we yeah. we put it on hold. But we're gonna start that up again. Um, that was when I was like, this is really great. Like yeah. being able to take that sort of creative control over your own thing and create a product is mm. just really fun. And then really got obviously comfortable with it and more, um, I don't know, I don't say better, like <laughs> better. I got kind of more comfortable with it when Marty took me over to Triple M yep. and he'd said to me, you know, you're not really going to be on air. It's a, it's a producer role. And I was yep. like, yep, absolutely fine. He's like, you'll have a microphone, but it's really only for when, like, if I ask you a question to like Google something. Yep. Um, and I thought, yep, that's fine. That's fine with me. And then all of a sudden it's just become this, like, I'm talking all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> possibly too much. <laughs> not at all. Like, it's such a great dynamic on the yeah. show. Like, it's such a funny show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what was that change? Was it like, you know, one day the conversation just, just opened up? Did you have to do tests before or did it just natu- that naturally happen? I think it just kind of naturally happened. Like we all, we did a few, um, like we did like a week of um, practice shows in the lead up to when we started. Yep. And Will, who's on our show, is a producer. He's the only guy that we didn't know. I already knew Matt. I knew right. Troy and I knew Marty. Yep. Um, and, and we all knew each other. We'd all worked at Nova before. But Will, we were like, who is this? <laughs> who is this guy from Triple M, this sports guy? And then it turns out he was like the missing piece of the puzzle. Yeah. And I think just all of us all together, it's just kind of evolved to this really lovely yep. um, chemistry. It's really yeah. nice. And yeah. you and Will did the summer the summer um, shift as well? It was like... Well, the- we were going to. We were going to do the summer breakfast show last year, mm. but then Will gave me COVID. Yeah. So then we couldn't do that. We just did the podcast, which was yeah. still really fun. Yeah, yeah. And I think we're going to maybe try and start doing a producer's podcast next year that's like a bit of a behind-the-scenes thing because it is like um, you you have Marty there and it's his show and like we're just there to kind of keep him up. Yeah. Um, keep him awake. Keep yeah, him awake, yeah, yeah. yeah. If he's in a cranky mood, we're there to go, come on, mate, it's fine. <laughs> you got this. Yeah, we got this. But I think it's for Will and I to try and start doing things to lead conversations, to yep. do that. That's why I interviewed Hanson recently, oh, which I saw. Yeah, blew yeah, my yeah. mind. Yeah, yeah. And great I, interview. It was very good. Thank you. Yeah. I'd never done an interview and I was like, but I want to just start getting those skills. Yeah. How was it interviewing Hanson? Oh, my God. It was surreal. Yeah. It was yeah. crazy. What a dream. I, I love them. Yeah, they're amazing. Um, and they're really, really lovely. So that was... The best per- first interview ever. Like, it was really yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. Getting to interview Hans and the yeah. Mbop, yes. Mbop kids yeah. is very yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. <laughs> what, what's a day like for you? Like, you know, when you – I mean, you get up very early. Yeah. So what – what like, I mean, that would have changed really your whole life going from drive to yeah. all of a sudden you're getting up really early. What, yeah. Yeah, what, what, what's a day like for you? I So my alarm goes off at four. Yep. Um, well, it's actually at 3.52 and then there's 3.58 and then 4.02. But I yeah. say four. It's a nice clean number. Yeah. Um, I get up at seven and I have like eight alarms. Oh, my God. Eight. Do you know what? I actually rather getting up at four than seven for some reason. Yeah, yeah. It's like you wake up in a different stage of sleep. Yeah. It's, it's weird. Yeah. Um, but it's so funny. I've become obsessed with my sleep. Like when I worked drive, I was a night owl. I was right. up till like yeah. 2 a.m. watching Netflix. Like, And now I'm at working breakfast. I'll be like... 
now. It's 7.30. I'm going to go to bed at probably 8.30. And if I, I have my Fitbit on and it like tracks my sleep and then I'm like, oh my God, I only got five and a half hours. Okay, that's not going to do. It's it's wild how wow. obsessed I'm with my sleep. So I get up at four. Isn't it awful though when you're trying to sleep and you're looking at the clock and it's oh just and every time you look at the clock, it's getting worse and worse. And every like, time. Why am I doing this to myself? And the more you think about it, you're like, okay, if I fall asleep yeah. now, I'll get three hours. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's the worst. For two people that don't like maths, you and I are obsessed with numbers for obsessed. some reason. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. Yeah. I know. It's how I think. It's like, yeah. I mean, it's never right. So you're up at four. Sorry, yeah, up, up at four. four. I've stopped showering in the mornings because okay, it's yeah. just like, I'd rather sleep a bit more. Yep. I shower before I go to bed. Um, and then I'm out the door by like 4.15. I'm like up, yep. out the door, get to work. Um, we plan the show the day of. So we yep. do... Um, Oh, it's that, it's that, it's that, oh, yeah. I thought you might have done it the day. No, oh, yeah. so we have a WhatsApp group. We all just send through content the day before and the, and yep. the, and the night before. Um, and then uh, the day of, we prep, we plan the show. Obviously, if anything big happens, we will, you know, yep. change on the fly. But that's not that common. All the big news usually comes out at 9.30. We're like, great, where was that at 8 <laughs> yeah. o'clock when we needed a story? Um, and then we're in the studio at 6. And yeah. we're usually not out until... About 10.30, 10, 10.30, because yep. after the show we do, we have our 3pm national hour that we record um, a bit of fresh content for every day and yep. we do like a top um, for each market, uh, sorry, a bottom for each market and then we do the podcast. So we yeah. always record the front end of the podcast and the back end and it, they can usually go for half an hour each sometimes. Yeah. It's a lot of content. It is. Like you, <laughs> yeah. You're doing, how, do you, how do you feel doing? Like, I mean, you're, there's so much coming out. And, you know, being a Marty fan mm. from way back, yeah. it's so great for me to be introduced to this new team and also, like, yeah. getting that much fresh yeah. content all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do, you love, do you love it? Do you love doing I, I love it. Because <laughs> you're talking for, like, you know, what, hours. four hours yeah, a day, hours. basically. Yeah. But I would do that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So it's fine. Look, I, I love it. And it's yeah. just... I was saying before, before we started this today, like I couldn't go and do these hours if I didn't love the people I was working with and yep. I didn't have the best time ever. Yeah, yeah. Because it's hard enough feeling jet lagged all the time. If yep. you And then if you had to go with pe- be with people that you didn't like, yeah. that's just yuck. So we're very, very lucky. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's just funny. Like I've never laughed so hard yeah. in my life than yep. I do on this show. It's so funny. Yeah. What was the first day like? Do, do you remember having nerves before you were actually starting? Um. I, th- I think so. I guess I did. I yeah. think I would have. But it's also like when you work in radio and podcasting, the audience is invisible. Yeah. So it's very easy to just kind of forget about forget it. that they're there. <laughs> yeah. And we also started in a pandemic, which yeah. was a blessing and a curse for a lot of different reasons. It was <laughs> yeah. kind of like, no one's listening. Um, but no one was in cars. So we always kind of say that we had this kind of free year of practice almost yeah and it yeah. took the pressure off like now we've been able to establish this show and establish our own characters within the show and just be able to do that yeah without having the pressure of people listening all the time and being and like judging us yeah in yeah, way. It yeah. Was, yeah it was nice has it been amazing having these people who are really like legends of radio as mm. well with you like troy alice and mm. obviously marty and, yeah yeah and, and matt just seems like he's just so switched on and yes, really good at what he, he does yeah is that has that been really helpful? Like, have you learned? Like, is there anything that you, in particular, that you learn early on that you're kind of like, oh, this is? I don't know. I think it's just it is a, like a privilege working with. Like, I remember Troy being on like Tracy and Matt back yeah, when I was a kid. Yeah. So I, for when I first met him at Nova, I was like a bit starstruck. I was like, oh my god, it's, yeah. it's Troy Ellis, um, and just seeing him 
seeing anyone who can panel really well behind a desk and anchor really well yeah. is like a real treat. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's yeah, such yeah. a radio nerd thing to say, but it's like, if they've yeah. got that good timing, it's, it's so helpful. Yep. And working with Marty, who his comedic timing and his ability to push right to the edge of the line, but never really go over it. No, like, yeah. it's, that's fun to watch and to learn from. Yeah. And no boundaries and things like that. Yeah. What, yeah. Do, what does your mum think? Oh, she's proud as punch. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But she yeah. used to say to me all the time, because when I worked at Nova, like I was quite junior. You yeah. don't get paid a lot as a coming up producer. Like yeah. you just don't. It's just not why you do the job. Yeah. And she'd always be like, Lauren, you need to find another job. You need to leave. And I'd be like, you don't understand this industry. Like I just actually have to stay. Yeah. I need to like really work hard now and it will pay off. And yep. it did. Like, yeah, and yeah. she's always like, well, you were right. Okay. You lived in poverty for like five years, <laughs> yeah. but that's fine. <laughs> but when you love something, it's so, I think it's hard if you have a backup plan sometimes, cause yeah. then you don't actually just commit to it. Absolutely. As well. Yeah. Well, with your mum, like, you know, does she listen every day? Does she? Yeah. You know, yeah. She does. So she'll, I think she podcasts most of the time cause she's yeah. not really in the car for that long, but she'll always like podcast and she'll listen to even the Saturday podcast and yep. she'll, she won't always call me and be like, I heard this, but Every now and then she's like, oh, yeah, I heard that on the podcast. And I'm like, oh, you do listen. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what's your fight? Oh, sorry, what were you going to say? I'm just gonna, she's never the kind of person who would be overbearing. She's certainly not an overbearing or kind of, um, I don't know. She just She's just always there in the background. Yeah. Just supporting. That's so sweet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what's your favourite bit about the job? Uh, the laughing. Yeah. Being able to honestly go in and laugh that much every day yeah. is – rare and i yep. think just loving your job yeah i think it's actually rare to just enjoy something that much yeah, yeah yeah is it is it something like uh do you have a do you have kind of a dream where you're like i want to do this i want to do that is there something for you that you're trying to oh you're just actually just enjoying well, it now i've always been a very like live in the moment kind of person which might might hold me back sometimes i don't know but like i i just want to get as much time out of this as i can yeah i mean yep. no rush to be like oh, the Lauren Barry show. Like, that's just not on yeah. my radar. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm just yeah, like yeah. sitting here, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. You know, I'm just loving it that much. So I love that. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. great. Um, so I have standard questions I ask on yeah. the podcast. So um, the first question is, what trait in people do you admire the most? <sighs> Gosh, that's tricky. Trait. Oh. Is there something you really like in people that you're kind of drawn to when you're making a friend or drawn to people in a different way? I think just like, oh, it's so hard. There's so many, but then like pinpointing one, I think just like general kindness. Yeah. Like, yep. which can be kind of hard to find in people because, and also being kind, but also being like realistic. Yeah. Like you can be kind. You don't always have to be like, hi, how are you going? Like yep. you can, there's kindness in so many different ways. Um, there's certain people are just like, just I don't know. They just have Who's that kind. Kindness. Yeah, they have yeah. that like, aura about them, and I'm like, oh, I want to be your friend. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, kind of yeah. meet those people. You're like, get here. Yeah. I want to be your friend <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you could choose to be born into an environment, what would that look like? So the environment that you were born yeah. into. Do you think that was kind of the perfect environment for you? I think now, looking yep. back, yes, I think it was. Yeah. But when I was a kid, I wanted like siblings, and I always yeah. wanted like two parents together. And I remember watching Miracle on Thirty First Street. Thirty. You know the one oh, with like, yeah, yeah, and okay, it's like, yeah. and the the little girl in that she wants a family, and she has like her mom, and she's a. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Single parent and she, always, yeah. she just wishes for like a dad and a sibling and stuff. And I used to be like, me too. And I'd always think like maybe my mom will get married and they'll have a baby or I'll get a brother or a sister. But it never happened and I, I'm glad. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah I don't yeah. think I'd be who I'd be now if yeah. that had been the case yeah nature versus nurture (laughs) that's right yeah did your did your cousins kind of become your siblings absolutely yeah Yeah. so we would always have like sleepovers we were there honestly most weekends and um my cousin jess is three years older than me and my cousin natalie is a year younger than me right and we're really close there's like a few other cousins who i'm also close with but like natalie and i've lived together in the past as like adults um we're yeah we're all the three of us are really close that's so nice Yeah. yeah um what's your favorite thing about yourself my favorite thing about myself, um, I think I'm pretty funny. Yeah. I think I'm yeah, quite yeah. resilient. Yeah. Like I think I can look at situations and go, hey, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. I'm alive. Um, Do you yeah. just keep going? Do you just kind of keep so. going? I yeah. think yeah. so. Yeah. I mean, I'm a highly anxious person as well. So right, it's okay. so interesting. Like some days it's like, like if I've got a really busy weekend, I'm like, how the fuck am I going to get through this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then when I'm just making my way through it, I'm like, oh, that's not so bad. Yeah. Like, that was fine. Yeah, yeah. But so it's interesting that I can, I feel resilient and I feel like I can take on anything, but then I'm also really anxious and I'm an overthinker. And I'm yeah, just like, sure, yeah, yeah. You yeah. pull everything apart and you're, everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, is that hard? Like in, you know, meeting new people all the time or you kind of just throw yourself into it? Um, With new people, I don't know. I think it's more just like in, Group situations, like sometimes I'll leave and be like, oh my God, they're all thinking this, like this. But it's like, no, they're not. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's really common. I think if, you know, you meet people that don't have any anxiety and it's like, are you a psychopath? Yeah. Like, are you, are you a sociopath? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How don't do you not care? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a friend of mine that's not anxious at all and they're fine in any situation mm. and they're, you know, they just brush past people and they don't worry what anyone thinks. Oh, like, I, I wish I could, I do yeah. wish I could be a bit like that. But I think it changes the person that you are. Like, I yeah. feel like, you know, you're not, I don't know, there's something about them where they're kind of just, they don't care what people think. So they're just like, they say whatever they want all the time. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, sometimes it's fun to have that little thought in the back of your head. That yeah. Maybe don't say that. The little person on your shoulder. And that's the thing. I think, I think a lot of the time I don't really care what people think. Yep. Um, because I'm just, that's just who I am. And if you don't, you know, like me, then whatever. Yeah. But there's always that little bit that goes, yeah, but you know, don't purposely be a fuckhead. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, don't, yeah. you know, put, rein it in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, what do you wish you could do better? Uh, not overthink so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not dissect every situation. And, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's probably it. My organisational skills are also... I think I have ADHD. Right, like, I yeah. Just, yeah. Like, <laughs> just undiagnosed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've actually had a few people, um, like listeners, message me and being like you know, I was diagnosed with ADHD in my 30s and I think you might have ADHD. And I'm like, you're probably right, but 
I'm not going to go on meds because that's yeah. who I am. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So funny, for, so bold of someone I to know. message and say that as well. I know. And they're, do, they're being kind. Like they're doing yeah. a nice thing, but I'm kind of like, okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> the classic ADHD, just focus on something else. Absolutely. Away. I'm like, so oh, shiny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who influenced you the most? Um, I think my mum. I know yeah. that's like the standard every day, every person. My mum. But she really did. Like, she worked so hard mm. when I was young. And I actually said on the show yesterday, it makes me quite emotional thinking about my mum yep. now because yep. not appreciating her at the time and how hard she worked. And now you can look back as an adult and go, wow, that was – she She worked really hard and she went through a lot of shit. Yeah. Um. So she's definitely someone. I think – one of my my best friends, Blake. He he really um, inspires me every day. He's yeah. just who do the podcast with. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He's just become this the most authentic version of himself, and yep. it's so beautiful to watch and see, and just shed the kind of like, like care of what anyone thinks, and yeah. it's 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 really nice. And I think professionally, I think Marty really inspires me too. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's so many people, but yeah, yeah. Who who do you look up to the most? Do you think is there someone that you kind of you know, are inspired by all the time? Mm, like close to me or famous people? Yeah, fa- anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Not really one person. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who do you choose to surround yourself with now and has that changed over time? I think I'm very much a surround yourself with friends yep. over like um, even – as awful as it is, like even like family. Yeah. Um, I love my family, but I think like I've really picked my friends for a reason yeah. and they're in my life for a reason, as is my family, but in a very different way. Yeah. Um. So, and my friendships have like, I was saying to someone recently, you know, when you get to 30, you think that you've made all the friends that you could possibly make. You've yep. got all of your close friends and then yeah. you meet another person and you're like, like Will, I didn't think that Will and I are so close now. I didn't think there was room in my life for someone yeah. like Will who is now one of my closest friends. Yep. I hope he would think the same about me, but <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll discuss that later with him. Um, but even like my my boyfriend and his group of friends, they're just the most wonderful people. Yep. And I didn't think I had room in my life for 20 more people, but you always do. So yeah. I, I just like surround myself with people who make me feel like a better person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you kept the friend from really young? Like are you still in touch? Yeah, so I've got my high school friends. Yep. Not really from primary school, but my my best friend from high school I actually had dinner with last night. Yep. I've got my other group of high school friends who I'm all really still really close with. Um, they're now all having babies and stuff. I'm I'm not there, but it's still nice to like be a part of that. Yeah. With them. Yep. Um, and also know that even though we're on separate lines and journeys right now, we're still really close. Yeah, that's really yeah, nice that's really nice. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Uh, when are you at your happiest? Mm, when I'm on the couch, home alone with a glass of wine and Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> that honestly yeah. is the best thing I can do. Yeah. That's yeah. like my self. That's like my meditation. Yeah. <laughs> I was telling someone recently how amazing it is because I don't like cancelling plans. Yeah. But when someone else does, <gasps> isn't it amazing? It's the like, best. It, unless you're on the way. Yeah. It's great when someone's yeah. like messaging you and you're about to get ready for something or yeah. you're about to start thinking about yeah. it. And someone messages like, I can't do that lunch. And you're like, it's like a sign. It's so good. You're like that because yeah. you want not overly keen. You're yeah. just like, yeah. oh, it's the best. Like, yeah. I love my boyfriend, but when he's away or like he's out for the night, I'm like, oh, no, that's fine. Like, you go. I'll be fine. Yeah, don't worry about me. And I'll just go and buy a bottle of wine, yeah. sit and watch, like, When Harry Met Sally. It's like my – It's, so it's peace to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just yeah. Just being alone. <laughs> yeah. When are you your lowest? Um, again, some, well, when I, like, 
lived alone for a little bit. Yep. I love being alone, but then when I think you're alone too much and you fall into that kind of like yeah. little hole. Um, when I have like time off work and I've got nothing to do to fill my time, yep. I can like, it's it's not a good time. Like yeah. I think that's when I kind of have to literally make a checklist for the day. Even it's like, you know, go get and up. Get, a, go, get up, go yeah. and get a coffee. Like yeah. it's just that kind of, I think it's an outgoing person. Like I'm an introverted extrovert, I think. Yep. And so you don't want to fall into that hole of like, if I don't have plans, I will just sit in my house the whole weekend. Yeah, yeah. Which can be really bad. Yeah. So it's like finding the balance of enjoying it and not taking it too far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A friend of mine I saw the other day had a list and they'd written out their day and they're very organized. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, their list, it started with wake up mm. was their thing. And I was like, you don't have to write that down like, no, like that's not they yeah. go, they go, no, I cross it out as soon as I wake yeah. up oh my like, god that's wow. so cute yeah, yeah. I, I kind of feel the same like you know you always have to be busy and keep working yeah. do you just kind of feel like you constantly need to be moving and working on things I think so yeah yeah because yeah. if I don't like I said like I think maybe I'm just really lazy like because yeah. if I've got nothing to do I'll just yeah. sit on the couch like you know so yeah. you send people and they're like I went hiking and I went for like a four-hour walk I'm like what the fuck yeah. like <laughs> You chose to do that yeah. in your time off. And it's like, I wish I could be that person. Like, I wish yep. that I could be a real go-getter. But I yeah. have to make plans with other people. Otherwise, I'll just be like, mm, yeah. just sit here. <laughs> I do the same. I'm very lazy. Yeah. Like, really lazy. Yeah. And that's why I said today, like, I'm doing, like, four podcasts yeah. today. Because I'm like, if I don't do that, yeah. it just won't happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like replying to stuff. Like, you know, oh. when you see someone and, and you've messaged, I go, if I don't reply to it right then yep. and there, that's why I'm a really quick reply. Because yeah. I go, it's actually not going to happen. I'm the same. I yeah. I mean, yeah. It's like, you will expect a reply from me in 30 seconds yeah. or four days. Yeah. Like, there's no <laughs> in between. not happen. Yeah. And you'll always get them, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I meant I thought I replied to this, but I'm just. <laughs> I don't even know what I've been doing. It's ADHD. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, ADHD. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you could pinpoint a moment in your life that had the greatest impact on you, what would that be and would you change it? I think when my dad died. Yeah. Like there's really nothing else in my life that could yeah. even compare. There's been like other, you know, life-changing things, I guess. But yeah. I think when you go through something like that as young as I was, there's yeah. really nothing that could um, – be more formative or traumatic Um, and the way that it happened, it was, yeah. Um, Would I change it is a really interesting question. It's something that I have had to kind of, um, you know, process as an adult because I, I don't know that me and my dad would have a really good relationship if he were to be alive still. Yeah, sure. And so obviously I miss him and I know that, you know, if he were around, it'd be great, but it's just what happened and it's who I am now. So there's no point in going, yeah, I would change that. And you know, he should be alive because I've dealt with that. Yeah. And yeah, I've, I think I've kind of made peace with that. Yeah. 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 What was, what was he like? What's your, what's your memory of him? He's the funniest person that you could ever imagine. (laughs) Like wasted talent. Like he should have been, he was like Robin Williams. Like, like honestly, what did he do? He just worked in sales. Like right, he was yeah. just like a like phone sales guy. At one point he was a taxi driver. He at one point was a plumber. Like yeah. he did everything. Wow. Um, but he, yeah, very much like Robin Williams, like the funniest, funniest person. Yeah. But when he was in a bad place, like yeah. he was just in a bad place. And yeah. yeah. The most funny people are though. Most really funny people. Absolutely. Are, you know, yeah. And kind of a bit depressing to be around sometimes. Like yeah. the really funny people yeah. are yeah. often. It's very much like can be a cover for 
their own trauma yeah. and what they've got going on in their yeah. backgrounds and their history and their minds, like yeah. the deep, dark areas of their minds. What do you think about being professionally funny? Like with, um, you know, seeing Marty do mm. it and now, you know, you're on a, you know, comedy, you know, yeah. it's a comedy show. Yeah. Is it, is it, is it different? Do you think being professionally funny, have you learned a lot from Marty? Yeah, I yeah, think so. Yeah. Like knowing like timing and things like that. And that's why I kind of wanted to do this because you are always funny and you don't really yeah. get to show a side of yourself that is a bit more vulnerable. Yeah, Like it's yeah. not so much like a character because that's, you know, who I am on the show is how I am in real life. I yeah, think. I yeah. don't think I'm anyone different. But, um, yeah, it's nice to be able to kind of show both sides yeah. and be able to get the balance of, having both of those sides of your personality. Yeah, in a way yeah. Too. My favourite thing is hearing you sing the, <laughs> the, the music. All of the music. <laughs> All, like, as it's happening is so great. Because I'm like, I'm always like, is that part of it? No, it's just Lauren. No, it's just Lauren, yeah. 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 <laughs> I can't help it. And someone actually said... You sing too much to the like all the it's little great. songs, and I was like, "But I can't help yeah, it." Yeah, like, it's part of the show. It's, yeah. it's really the dynamic is very funny. Yeah, that. have you? Uh, yeah, so with Marty, you've just learned a lot about timing and, yeah. and how to, yeah. you know, how to phrase something. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. And just it, Marty's very um, articulate. Yeah, I'll never be that articulate. Like the way that he can talk about a situation or talk about something in the news, or whether it's funny or quite serious, the way he can talk about something. He's so smart. Yeah, I wish so I was smart. that smart. And you so that's have, just years of practice. Absolutely. Like had, yeah. What, 30 years? Is it 30 years in? Uh, in radio, like 20, I think. Okay. Yeah. No, aged but, by 10. But I think when the year I was born, he did his first comedy gig. Yeah. Like, so that's, yeah, 30. I think that's, yeah. 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 90. Um, so, yeah, I, I wish I could be that smart in the way that I yeah. word things and articulate, but yeah. How is it dealing with callers and everything? Because I notice a lot of the time, because you're on Triple M, which is quite a, yeah. you know, it's, it's very kind of tradey yeah, centric. Yeah, yeah. I love it because, you know, it is interesting when people go, hey guys, or, yeah. you know, or hey, yeah. you know. Hey fellas. Hey fellas. <laughs> yeah. Or hey boys. Or, but that's you know. kind of like a running joke now. And I think sometimes they even do it to wind yeah, me up. Because, yeah. <laughs> and then sometimes they'll go, hey boys and laws. Like it's kind of, and that's really nice. You kind of feel like you have this really lovely, like when you get a caller that clearly listens to the show all the time, yep. it's so, you kind of feel like you have a relationship with that person. Yeah, like you kind yeah. of feel like you know them because they know you and it's just, yep. it's it can be really, really lovely when they really lean in. And Marty's always been very much about building the clubhouse and yeah. having like that space where they do feel like they know you and they're a part of the show and they get the, the jokes and stuff. So I love the callers on our show. Yeah, they are so funny. So Funny. Like yeah, Triple M yeah. audience, they bring us some of my god, the best content. Like yeah. they're hilarious. I've it's, never heard calls like it. No, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. No, it's very rough sort of audience, but yeah. fun. Like I'm from the country, so I always yeah, okay. find it really funny when I, I love those callers yeah. so much because people always call me a bogan, and yeah. I love like anyone that has kind of a rough yeah. Australian voice yeah. is calling for their favorite yeah, story or so their funniest good. ghost story yeah, or whatever yes, it is. It's, it's the like, best. Who are you? I know. And we get like we had this guy Punchy on recently, <laughs> and he started the call with "Oh, good day," and so it's like it just like it already makes you invested in their story. Yeah. It could be the worst story ever, yeah. But the way it's told is just. Oh, hilarious! Yeah. Do you remember the first time that you were recognised, or someone went, you know, oh, you do this, like you know, the yeah. first time? Because I mean, being a producer for so long, you would have been in the back seat for such yeah. a long time. Yeah. Where do you, do you remember the first time that someone? The first time, um, oh, I don't remember the first time, but there was one time when. 
So we went to Marimbula last year for... Congratulations, huge. Yeah, <laughs> beautiful part of the world. Massive. Um, we went to Marimbula and then uh, Naruma, which was lovely. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and we went for dinner at this tiny, tiny Italian restaurant in Marimbula and we had the dog with us because we and we couldn't go to many places because we had yeah. the dog and they're not like Fitzroy. You can take a dog anywhere. Yeah. But And this guy stuck his head out and he was like, Noni and Lauren, oh, my God. And he brought us in and I was like, oh, my God. What, what's going on? And he was like, I love the show. I listen every day. He was the manager and he like gave us the best experience. And I was, at the start, I was really uncomfortable. I was like, oh my God. And Lockie's like, my partner's like, embrace it. Yeah. He's like, this person, you bring joy to them. Like yeah, just embrace yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. So I think that was one of the first times where I was really like, oh my God, people are listening to this show. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. really, he knew, he knew everything about me. Wow. Like, yeah. <laughs> was it a bit of a shock? A little, yeah, 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 it yeah, was. Yeah. Like I was, yeah. And every now and then you get the odd tradie on the street going, Noni, Lauren, yeah. <laughs> like seeing me and the dog and I'm like, oh, hello. <laughs> do, you, do you get uncomfortable sometimes talking about your life? Is there a part of that that you want to kind of keep um, to yourself? Not really. Like yeah. I feel like I'm pretty open. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, you know, I don't get to the, you know, deepest parts of my brain. Yeah. But I think I'm as open as I can be. Yeah, and I think yeah. that is a quality people enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Like I think if you keep too much from the listeners, I don't know, you just – I think you're a bit more trustworthy if you give a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's the hardest thing you've been through and did it change you? I mean, I think you've already been through, yeah. been through that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I think my dad dying definitely. Um, I think also just like aside from that, not knowing what I wanted to do. Like yeah. when I, before I got into radio and I was really like, I really don't know what I want to do. And yeah. I still, there's still a part of me that like in the back of my brain that goes, if this show failed tomorrow, I have no skills. Like, <laughs> still, it's always still in the back of my mind. I'm like, what would I do? Yeah. Like, you work in radio, okay, well, it's a very small industry. Mm-hmm. So I think that's always been a little bit that's like not knowing. I don't know. That doesn't really answer the question, does it? But it's kind of, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I don't just know. not knowing. Yeah. yeah. What was it like going back to your school and giving a speech? It was wild. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it had changed because I graduated in 07. Yep. So... Fifteen years ago, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was wild. It was it changed so much, and then seeing all these little faces, and it yeah. felt like I was there yesterday. And then, yeah, yeah I was like, you, you want me to do it? Yeah, like, I can't tell you anything of like substance, but it was good. I did the same because I was I graduated I think two thousand nine and went back yeah. to my school. And, yeah, you know, and gave a speech about things, and and I remember a teacher kind of went. Because my dad always still says that I'm still in my gap year. Yeah, okay. Like, you know, just hasn't yeah, really yeah. hasn't really gone down the path yeah. that kind of all of my friends did. Yeah. But, you know, but I had to go and give a speech about something. And I was like, oh, I don't know why they want me to talk. Because it's yeah. like, you know, you're just kind of saying all the mistakes that you've yeah. made along yeah. the way. But that's going, what makes you. Who, yeah. Like, mistakes is what yeah. gets you to where you are. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just, it feels weird to go back and talk yeah. to people about. Yeah. But the t- when I went back and, as I said, like, we were all kind of like, I didn't go to uni. Like, I didn't. I did yeah. terrible in, not terrible in year 12. It was very average. Yeah. But um, the teacher was like, it's more refreshing for these girls to yeah. know that it doesn't all depend on that year. Yeah. Like there is still light in the tunnel if you don't do the best job ever. Yeah, and yeah. she's like, because most people, you know, if these girls are going to a talk in people that want to study medicine or law, like you have to get, you know, 99 and you've got to work hard and do all this. So she's like, so it's quite refreshing for this group to 
know that it's not the be all and end all. Yeah. And take yeah. the pressure off a little bit. Yeah. It is mm. wild that you have to, at you know, the age of 17 or 18, oh you God. have to make the most, the, like the biggest decisions yeah. that you're ever going to have to make. Yeah. It doesn't really make sense. No. Nah. No. <laughs> it's just funny, like, when you think back to that time, like, and you, it's such a different person. Like, I look back on my life and I don't think it was me. Do you yeah, know if you yeah, get yeah, like that? Yeah, like, yeah, even absolutely. when I talk about my dad dying, I look at little 13 year old Lauren and I don't feel sad for myself. I go, oh my God, that poor little girl. Yeah, like, I just yeah. feel sad for her. Yep. And when I was in year 12, I just think, oh my God, you didn't even know what you were going to be. Yep. And it's just wild to think that who I am now is that same person. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, yeah. Is that what, you know, if you could go back and say something to little Lauren, would you, <laughs> do you think you'd say that? Yeah, I think I'd just be like, just sit back, babe. Yeah. Just enjoy it. Yeah, like, you'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. 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 Everything's going to work Everything's going to be fine. Yeah. yeah. Stop yeah. stressing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what gets you going now every day? What gets me going? Oh my What's God. your drive every day when you get up in the morning? Um, when that alarm goes off at 4 o'clock. Well, God. 3, 3.52. 3.52, 3.58 yeah. and 4.02. <laughs> yeah. um, well, not wanting to be late because Marty would be like, excuse me, what time to call this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think just being able to get up and make that show like yeah. is just the like like I said before I don't think I could do it if I didn't enjoy it. Yeah, like I yeah. could not get out of bed and be like, oh, here we go. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, every day that just gets you going. Yeah, and, and I think, think so. Yeah, yeah, and just also every day I'm like, okay, three more sleeps till the weekend. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's Thursday. You only have to get it one more time yeah. before Saturday. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd like to end the podcast by asking the same question that I asked at the start. Mm. So um, nature or nurture. Do you think it's a, a bit of both? I think so. Yeah. I think I'm definitely leaning more towards still the um, nurture side. Yeah, um, yeah. But, yeah, I think it's definitely kind of maybe 60-40. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Good with numbers, 60-40. 60-40. That's about right, I think. That's about right. I think that adds up. Yeah, yeah, 60-40, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not too sure, but I think that adds up. Perfect. Yeah. How do people find you and all the wonderful things that you do? If people want to look you up on oh, Instagram. Instagram, Lauren Chino, L-O-R-E-N. Yep. Chino, C-H-I-N-O. I made that username when Instagram came out. So oh, right. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't even know, 12 years ago. Yeah. Um, and I'm never going to change it. Yeah. So that's it. I have a podcast with my friend Blake called Isn't It Weird, yep. which we will be starting again soon. And yep. obviously the Marty Shegold Show podcast. Yeah. Um, listen live if you're in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Every day. Every day. Yeah, yeah. And there's podcasts every day as well. It comes out on Saturday yep. and Sunday. Uh, and... Sunday, sometimes there's Sunday content, but usually definitely Saturday we have a like a best of the week. Yeah. With, yeah. Is it the hand flower hour? Ham flower hour. Ham flower hour, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, we did a vote and that was what won. So, yeah. <laughs> so sorry, everyone, about yeah, that. I'm yeah. sorry. You have to say that too. It's its full title, like Hand Flower Hour. It's just like. <laughs> it's so funny. Lauren, thank you for joining me on the podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Nature or Nurture for this week. My name is Sammy Peterson and you can follow me, sampeterson91 on Instagram. I also have a comedy podcast called Confessions. You can find that. The handles are Confessions, the podcast on Instagram, TikTok and Facebook. You can also just search it on your regular podcast apps. Please do rate 
this podcast. Uh, I would love that. It helps get the podcast out there to so many people. Thank you to the wonderful Michelle Laurie and Matthew Tankard. They're, they're great producers and I couldn't do this without them. Please do share this podcast around. I'd love to get it out there to as many people as possible. So please do share it with a friend and tell the person that you just heard on this podcast that you really enjoyed hearing their chat. Thank you so much. Hope you have a good week and I will talk to you very, very soon. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.